Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to this week's episode of the Legal Beagle Podcast. This week, I want to talk about what you may face this summer if you travel for vacation, and that's the tricky situation that may occur if you have the unfortunate experience of an accident in another state while you are traveling for vacation. So let's use a hypothetical to illustrate this point. Let's say that you and the family head out to Anaheim, California to take the kiddos to Disneyland and you guys are ready to head over to the park and you get rear-ended. The person who rear-ends you is a California resident and you are obviously an Arizona resident, meaning you live in Arizona. You end up going to the hospital with the kids to get checked out and the entire vacation is ruined and you guys have to head back early. Well, then you start looking for a personal injury attorney to help you with this accident claim. And some questions start to bubble to the surface. Do you hire an attorney in California? Do you hire an attorney in Arizona? Does it matter if the attorney in Arizona is licensed to practice law in California? Or maybe the opposite. Does it matter if the California attorney is licensed to practice law in Arizona? These are questions that you should be asking yourself, and these are normal things to be thinking about in that situation. As you probably know, our firm is licensed in Arizona, California, and Colorado. That means we can practice law in those three states. We're familiar with the laws of those three states. We've handled claims in those three states. We've dealt with this hypothetical a bunch where people are heading to California for a beach vacation or to go to Disneyland or Six Flags and they get into an accident and they come back here and all their subsequent treatment, everything that they do to get better and recover from that accident happens here in Arizona, but the accident itself occurred in California. Here's what I would tell you. You probably want an attorney who is licensed both in the state where the accident occurred as well as the state where you live. And the reason for that is because there are different laws in the three different states where we practice. There are different laws in all of the 50 states of the United States. And then what if you're down in Mexico? Then you're dealing with some international law, which can be even more complicated. But the reason that's important, and I'll give you an example. If you are on that trip to Disneyland and you... don't have auto insurance at the time of the accident, you may be limited on what you can recover as a claimant in that auto accident claim because of a little known law called Proposition 213. If you're dealing with a California attorney, they would all know what this is. An Arizona attorney who's never practiced in California may not know what this is. What Prop 213 says is that if you are in an auto accident and you are not at fault, but you did not have auto insurance at the time of the accident, then you are not able to recover for your pain and suffering. That's that's essentially what the law says. That changes, drastically changes what you can recover for your injuries in an auto accident claim when that situation occurs. That's not the case in Arizona. It's not the law in Arizona. 
So you would not have that situation here. And if you were dealing with an Arizona attorney that has never heard of Prop 213, you would be unaware of that. And then you go to pursue your claim and all of a sudden you're getting just paid back for your medical bills. And oh, by the way, there's another law in California, a really terrible Supreme Court decision. It's called the Howell case. And this Howell case said that in California, the auto insurance company only has to pay you for the billed hospital or medical charges, not the, I'm sorry, the paid, I got that backwards, the paid hospital or medical charges, not the billed hospital or medical charges. What I mean by that is, let's say you're in Arizona, you get into an accident, you go to the hospital and the bill is $1,000 and you have insurance and insurance pays, you know, $250. Well, we submit that, well, that $1,000 bill and you get compensated by the auto insurance company for the other party, the driver who caused the accident, you get compensated the thousand dollars. I mean, they may argue about the reasonableness of, of that bill, but essentially you would get, the argument would be that you should get paid for the thousand dollars. In California, in that same situation, you go to the hospital and your health insurance pays $250. The auto insurance company is only required to pay $250. Well, that causes all sorts of problems because that auto in, or that health insurance company may have a right to be reimbursed for anything they paid on your behalf, which means your net result there is zero. They may, the hospital itself may record a lien saying we want the difference between what your health insurance paid and what the bill was actually, or what the bill charges were that thousand dollars. So you owe the hospital $750 in that, in that example. So you're actually in the negative. These things all come into play. And that's why having a, an attorney who's familiar with the local laws, by local, I mean the state laws, is so, so helpful when you get into an accident in a different state. I wouldn't, if someone got went up to Oregon for vacation and got injured and then came back to Arizona and they lived here, I would not be the proper attorney to represent them because I don't know the local Oregon laws. And I would be doing them a disservice if I accepted representation trying to make a quick buck on that claim without understanding some of these nuances that I'm describing here to you all about California. There may be similar laws. There may not be, but I don't know that. And so what you really want is someone who is licensed in the state where the accident occurred, as well as the state where you are getting your treatment done, because that could have some impact on your recovery. We've had many claims where we've had people get, in, get into an accident in California, and then get all their treatment here. And so there is, there's actually a, a little bit of conflict between the, the state laws of those respective states, California and Arizona, and having to deal with that and unpack that. It's helpful to have someone who knows and understands the differences of those state laws. So here's what I would tell you. If you get into an accident in a different state than where you live, and you are trying to find an attorney who is licensed in both those states. And it may not be easy. We get a lot of calls from people that are searching on Google for an attorney that's licensed in Colorado and also in Arizona or California and Colorado, Arizona and California. But we're a rare exception to the rule where most people just have an office in one state. If you can't find someone, give me a call. I have a database of a lot of attorneys that practice all over the country, and I will do my best to get you to someone who is licensed where your accident occurred and licensed where you live. 
I would rather put you in the right hands of someone who understands the local laws and can help you properly resolve your, your accident claim than do you the disservice of taking your claim and being unfamiliar with the local laws and then you end up on the wrong side of this, which is having a bad or, or little to no recovery for uh, what you went through. Last point I'll make in that hypothetical that I used, uh, a lot of people have asked me this question, are the tickets to Disneyland something that I can be compensated from the auto insurance for if I didn't end up getting to go to Disneyland? The answer is yes. So if an attorney tells you no, again, I, I, I would be interested to know why, because that's a damage, which is a legal word for your losses that occurred as a result of that accident. And if you were on your way to Disneyland and you weren't able to enjoy that family vacation and those tickets are expensive because I know I bought, bought them myself, yes, you should be compensated for those tickets. Now, if you went to Disneyland and you just had a sore back and it wasn't any fun, it may be a tougher argument because you still went and there's no way to really verify whether you didn't enjoy yourself and, and didn't uh, enjoy the, the park as much as you would have. But in, in the event that you didn't go, and that is a loss that you experience. Maybe hotels, you may have to fly back and you can't drive back. There's all sorts of weird things that happen in, in those vacation type accidents. Let us know and we'll kind of talk you through what compensation you may be entitled to. Thanks folks, take care.